Welcome to another episode of Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Richie and I are very excited on today's show because let's just re- like rewind a little bit and explain what's happened. Our producer, Adem, had a delayed birthday party over the weekend, which neither of us were invited to. Absolutely fine. No, and I've obviously had a week off and I, I felt very uh, detached from everything. So certainly over the weekend, I'm, I'm looking at the socials thinking, oh, I wonder what the boys have been doing in my absence. And yeah, uh, you know, he had a birthday party. I was with him every single day, but he didn't seem to mention it. But that's fine. Anyway, so he had this birthday party weekend we had a little look, little look on uh, instagram over the weekend and it's quite hard to describe exactly what we saw because it was taken down quite soon after as an instagram story but it appeared to be adem at someone's house after his birthday party gyrating in a pair of incredibly tight shorts with girls all around him cheering him on i don't think they were shorts were you wearing pants dancing on the back of a sofa to a, a, a harem of ladies uh, no, they were sh- they were definitely shorts, most definitely shorts. They look like underpants. From they look like underpants. Calvin Club, Birkenhead Market, knockoff <laughs> underpants. They look like. I'm going to be honest with you. They were shorts. First of all, I don't remember this happening, and I've not seen the video. Wow. And so you've got you've got more stuff on your phone. Not not that we're after more content, but like, have you got any? Uh, you don't know what's on your phone then. In that case of photos and videos, haven't checked. Why have I you not de- checked? Because you're frightened of what you'll see. I went out at 5pm. I saw. I met producer Nick at 5pm. I can't remember. Oh, Nick went as well, did he? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, fine. OK. Richie, Richie was with his family, and yeah. your bike is broke, so you couldn't get over anyway. So that's why. Anyway. OK, I had a flat tire. By the by. I, th- I think if you could have had Chris Boardman's bike and my family could have been miles away, I still don't think we're invited. No, this is, that is exactly it. You've hit the nail on the uh, head. Well, I met Nick at 5 uh, everyone shortly after. This sounds like a police statement. Nick, Nick left at 6.30. <laughs> Proceeded <I> north. <laughs> he didn't know his compass. I don't remember Nick leaving at 6.30, so let's leave it there. That's what happened. So after 6.30, I don't know what happened. Well, I mean, we, we are, uh, we've submitted a 15-page report, Freedom of Information Act, to try and get access to Adam's camera roll and we would urge you to email into the show hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk if you want to see the pictures too. Okay, I'll give you 10 pictures tomorrow and you can explain it on the uh, next intro what happened. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh yes! Yes! Watch this space. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Good to be here. Uh, and a good week off. Uh, over the weekend, uh, went and saw a film that you and I have already seen at the cinema together. We had John Hamm sat in this here studio talking about Top Gun Maverick. Uh, it's the first time in a long time... In fact, I think it's the first time ever, because I can't remember ever going to see the same film in the cinema twice. If there was a movie you're going to watch twice, it's that, because it's that good, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I get ribbed every week about my, uh, my my film opinions, my reviews, my film knowledge, things that I think are good. Uh, but everyone's loving Top Gun Maverick, so yeah, went and watched it a second time over the weekend in the cinema, and it's still brilliant. So the, the, I remember the final half an hour, so much action going on, I, I, I almost couldn't take it in. It's almost slightly overwhelming because it's such a, a, an amazing film. Did you get any more out of it second time round? You did. You pick up any little nuances that you missed first time round? I know the first time round, uh, Tom Cruise's love interest, shall we say, in it. You and I were a little bit confused as to who she was. Oh yeah. This time I'm watching it, knowing who she is. So the penny dropped. <laughs> Literally. Her name's not Penny. <laughs> I think it is. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that, I, I accidentally did a really good pun. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've been going great guns since you've been away. Really polishing the act, I really am. Wow. Uh, it's fantastic. I, I don't think I've got a third one uh, in me, necessarily, but I can't remember going to see a film twice. People do this, though. Don't, don't, you find people that have gone and seen a band like 
20 times or or they've gone and seen a musical like 10 times or something or other. It's something that people do. Well, it's like you're at two times now for Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. If I think twice is like, I really like that film. Yeah. If you go three times or beyond, then you become like super fan. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like queue up outside for it to to be on. Certainly in the cinema, you know, you might have seen many films loads of times, but probably a lot of those are at home, on telly or yeah. on DVD or whatever. But to actually go and see a film more than once in a cinema, I think that's good going. So for me, right, in terms of going to see one thing a load more than you normally would do, there's one band that I've seen a load of times called Shellac. Yeah. Like my favourite band, Steve Albini's band. I think out of all the bands I've seen in my life, they're the ones I've seen the most. That's that's seven. So that's not really like, uh, it's not going to get me in the Guinness Book of Records. It's still pretty good going. Thank you very much. Uh, Ryan says, I'm an absolute Superman nut. I've watched Man of Steel 116 times, five of which were in the cinema. How do you keep score of the amount of times you've seen of that, like, you know, on, on DVD or video at home? That's crazy. I'm just red flagging Ryan there. On our system. <laughs> uh, Rogue One, four times in the cinema, says Adam in Colchester. Uh, and then this one here, I went to see the original Top Gun the original, right. three weeks on the trot. I still watch it on Now TV. That is concerning. Just to go back to the other one about Rogue One, there's quite a sad, no spoiler alert, even though it's a few years old. It's quite a sad ending, isn't it? That's true. So why would you go back and like make yourself cry? Well, Although you... people sometimes people like you could cry, don't they? I still cried second time round at Maverick. Did you really? Yeah. Did oh, I never admit to crying the first time? Not not properly blubbing. You said there was just a tear in your eye. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Well, there you go. And Hannah in Northampton says, I've seen Green Day in concert 40-plus times over the last two decades. They're absolutely phenomenal live, and I've met so many people from across the world through tour stalking, as she calls it. Wow. But my mosh pick antics have depleted over the years, however, and I, I now sit like a civilised human being with my toes, without my toes being broken. Bring on June 24th in London, says Hannah. See, this is the thing, right? We're after uh, the people, the shows, the things that you've gone to see on multiple occasions. This is after I saw Top Gun Maverick for a second time in the cinema. I mean, I'm turning into a novice compared to some of these stories. Imagine you did it 40 times. <laughs> uh, but things like that, going to see an actual performance, that, that's like effort because they're not always touring. Alison here, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, oh. eight times. That's an actual show, a, a performance, eight times. She goes on to say three times in one week. Why would you put yourself through that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like this fella here, Alan from Motherwell, he's seen Avatar... The worst film in the world, Avatar, <laughs> three hours long. Yeah. Avatar, nine times at the IMAX. Basic math says that's over a day of his life watching Avatar. That you'll never get back. He's take, you're taking a day off your life there, Alan, mate. <laughs> uh, at least make it worth it. I think Danny has, though. Danny's on the line. Tell everyone what band you've seen loads of times. Danny Ophonics, 49 times. Sorry, I, I must have misheard you there, Danny. Do you, you say you've seen the Stereophonics 49 times? 49 times, 50th time on Saturday at Cardiff. Oh, wow. So the, the the landmark is coming. It is, yeah, it is. All right, and so when, when you hit 50 stereophonics visits, are you going to then knock it on the head and go and follow someone else? Or are you going to... Uh, do you expect to get up on stage or something? I mean, surely they've got to mark this amazing occasion. Uh, well, hopefully. I'm going to go for the hundredth anyway. Wow. <laughs> Danny, would, would would like Kelly be aware of you? If if, if he saw you, would he I be like, know. there's that bloke who's... who's he's, I reckon he's seen us 49 times. Oh, no, I have met him a couple of times, yeah. Okay. He's a lovely yeah, fella. Yeah. He's been a guest on the show and he's such a nice guy. Uh, have you, have they always been good? Have there been like a ups and downs with the stereophonics or are they pretty consistent when you see them live? No, consistent. Can really consistent. First time I've seen him, 97 at Anfield, age 12. Favourite song? Uh, uh, traffic, I think. 
got to be traffic, or maybe tomorrow. You've got to get on someone's shoulders or something like that. Well, if it was a game of cricket, he'd raise his bat up to the crowd. Get, bring a bat in, raise it up to the crowd. <laughs> what can go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Danny. Cheers, fella. OK, thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Cheers, mate. Avatar proving more popular than your personal opinion of Who the Who else film? is going to see Avatar more than once? Text here, twice in the cinema, once in Orlando before it was released in the UK and then got back to the UK to see it in time on its release day over here. So there's, there's, there's no way you're sitting through Avatar coming out of that thinking, that was a brilliant three hours, I'm going to go back in again. And our friend earlier, who'd gone and seen the Stereophonics 49 times, 50 times this weekend, he's just been trumped. Well, I can beat that. I've seen them 52 times. Oh, he's just edging him out. We're after your sort of repeat offending stories. If you've been Within reason. Within reason. If you've been and seen something on multiple times after I went for a second time to the cinema uh, to see... Uh, not Rag and Bone Man. <laughs> Don't know what I'm doing. I should, I should take another week top, off. Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick. That's yeah. what I went and saw. Uh, Kieran, who and what have you seen? Uh, it was the Spider-Man No Way Home uh, film. Me and uh, my best mate saw it twice in, on release day. Wow. So, so talk us through this. Let's have the name of your best mate then. Uh, Jamie. So you and Jamie, uh, was this always the plan, right, we're going to go and see it twice? Or was it so good when you and Jamie saw it the first time you thought, right, we're going back in? We were, no, well, we were waiting for the midnight show and then they didn't show one. So we drove to Ipswich Cinema. Um, we live in Cambridge, really. So we drove to Ipswich Cinema to meet a mate. Yeah. Um, and watched it there and then came out. We thought that was really good. So let's go watch it again. So we came to Newmarket where we live. Picked up my little brother and other friend and saw it in Cambridge. So it's like a bit, a bit of a triangle, really. You start off in Cambridge, you've gone to Ipswich, you then drive to New... You're almost sort of chasing the film around the fence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a nice day. <laughs> you've got storm chasers, now you've got movie chasers. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Brilliant. Cheers, Kieran, good to chat. No problem. Cheers. We're still getting people get in touch. Plenty of people have gone and seen bands, shows, films on multiple occasions. Some inspiring, some people just a glutton for punishment. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Avatar guy, from the uh, first hour of the show. Oh, we've got Julie on the line. Julie, what thing have you seen loads of times? Blood Brothers, the musical. 14. 14 times. And, yeah. and, and is it, do the musicals change over the years or is it always the same whenever you see it? It's, it's always the same, but the delivery is different depending on who's playing what part. So, so, over how many years have you seen Blood Brothers 14 times? Uh, probably over the last 12 years. OK. And was there I've one... Seen it in the West End, on tour. Oh, right. And was there uh, one, like, champagne yeah, yeah. year when it was his, at its best? No. <laughs> Julie, do you, uh, do, you, do you buy the programme each time you go as well? No. No. I bought one once, but they're so much money when you've paid that for the ticket I'll just keep the one um... <laughs> go with your programme from 14 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah he Ooh. says Marty Pello's in it but he's not Marty Pello brilliant <laughs> My Michael Elphick in there as well brilliant yeah well great to speak to you Julie are you going to go again or is that you done and dusted with Blood Brothers now uh, no I am kind of thinking about it because I've got a friend who's never seen it and she said she'd like to go so we are musical buffs we go all the time wow. so yeah if you've got yeah. a friend who's never seen it and she knows that you've gone 14 times she's probably Blood Brothers curious she is she is yeah and I could actually be in it I suppose <laughs> <laughs> get up on stage see what happens they might take you in yeah 
This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The Isle of Wight Festival this coming weekend is going to be amazing. We're going to bring you loads of live music across the weekend with Absolute Radio. But I think the big thing that everyone's talking about is Richie and I uh, doing 80s versus 90s live on the River Stage on the Saturday at 4pm. Yes. It's going to be huge, but as we said earlier on, we want to take our performance to the next level. And we were thinking across the uh, weekend to elevate things a little bit. Seeing as we're doing 80s versus 90s, why just turn up in civilian clothing? Exactly. Why just turn up wearing our normal civvies? We want to get dressed up as an icon from the 80s and 90s, respectively. So we thought we'd start... Uh, we need your help on this. We'll start tonight by deciding on an outfit for Richie to wear. I've had a thought, just as a, just as sort of like a, a, a guide, because it's me that's got to wear it. You've got to wear it. So what we're going to do, by the way, just before we get stuck into this, Friday night, right, if you're there, Friday night we're going to do our show, home time, and then we're going to get out into the crowd yeah. with uh, little leaflets and yeah. flyers about doing 80s versus 90s on the Saturday. Drum up some support. So we're yeah, wearing it then, do you exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Not everybody is going to know that we're doing it. We are, we're savvy enough to know that. I know, we know we are one of the main headliners, but maybe the word hasn't spread so much. Exactly. So I was thinking, how about I dress up as George Michael, OK? I quite nice. happily, you know, get a bit of hairspray and I've still got a bit of volume in this hair, put a few sort of, like, highlights <laughs> and tints, little white string vest or something or other. I don't mind doing that kind of thing. Have they got a snappy snaps in the Isle of Wight? <laughs> no, I reckon that'd be good. What era George were you thinking? I'm thinking Wham. Okay. I'm thinking Wham. Shorts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deck I shoes. I've, I've got the figure for it. What about off the beaten path 80s icons? Derek Hatton. <laughs> Arthur Scargill. It's got recognised. Oh, Anything Arthur goes. <laughs> no, Three one's gonna, no one's going to turn up to a DJ set if they think Arthur Scargill is DJing the <laughs> next Saturday afternoon. All we need to do is get three shredded wheat and then sellotape them <laughs> to the top of your head. <laughs> Arthur Scargill. But anything goes, right? 80s icon. Doesn't have to be music. <laughs> can be literally anything, but we need your suggestions. What about Arnold Schwarzenegger and Conan the Barbarian? Have I got the height to carry off Arnie? I think you have. I think you can do this. <laughs> I think I've got to bear in mind that everything that you think I should do might not necessarily be the best thing for me to do. I have your best interest at in heart. <laughs> You've just suggested Derek Hatton and Arthur Scargill and followed it up with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not sure you have. You haven't seen the rest of my list yet. <laughs> So, look, we need your help on this. Dressing as icons from the 80s and 90s, respectively. Tonight, it's all about what Richie's wearing in the 80s. Any icon, get involved. Now, I'm having to sift through a lot of these because, obviously, a lot of people are thinking this is a bit of a ruse to make me look an idiot. Uh, Gareth has come up with a, a good suggestion. He's saying definitely Suggs, being that Madness are one of the headliners. And I, I do like me Scar. Can you go round dressing up as the someone who's actually there performing? Is that all right? <laughs> is that a doppel, get... doppelganger thing? going on? Well, yeah, I think that's fine. It's, it's more of a tribute to them, really, isn't it? I'm sure Suggs would be over the moon. <laughs> uh, our boss has got in touch, though, um, uh, suggesting Bungle from Rainbow, uh, pointing out that it is likely to be the hottest day of the year so far. Imagine that. You, you'd keel over in a Bungle outfit, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I hope that's not his intention, <laughs> uh, because there is definitely some safety issues with the Bungle. Bungle's not happening. Imagine that Richie sitting to the side of the stage having to need a glass of water in five minutes he's passed out as With bungle. the bungle head on the floor. Just on the floor there. Oh, no. Can you tell us your name? Are you OK, love? Bungle. <laughs> Is there anyone you need us to call? 
Now, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey a bell, come and collect us. Uh, this is going to descend into farce. Neil's suggesting I dress up as uh, Annika Rice, treasure hunt style in a jumpsuit, and then it would be a good excuse to arrive by helicopter. I like the sound of that. Uh, that didn't pan out so well for Liam Gallagher, though, did it? A couple of years back. <laughs> no, that's a good point. He fell out. The, he literally fell out the helicopter on the way back from performing at the Isle of Wight, didn't point. he? Don't want that happening. Uh, Stu in Rochdale says, evening chaps, I think Richie could definitely pull off Mr Motivator. Right. Timmy Mallet. A lot of suggestions for Timmy Mallet going on. Are there any? There's loads of suggestions for Timmy Mallet. We're just after an iconic 80s person. I'm not the one who wears glasses, though. I mean, you could, we could have some plastic little uh, <laughs> blippy star ones. That's true. Stu says, what about Richard Gere and an officer and a gentleman? I pull off uh, uh, a uniform very well. OK, good use of that. Uh, Victoria's <laughs> on the line there. Victoria, you have a great suggestion of an iconic 80s person that Richie could be, haven't you? Yeah, it just, like, sprung to me. As soon as you thought about an 80s icon, I'm like, I can see Richie. That would really suit him. What is it? Ivor Drago from um, Rocky, the Rocky films. What, is that Dolph Lundgren's character? It is. In Rocky? Yeah. Yes. The Russian, the Russian with all the muscles and the hair and the jaw. OK, and just to <laughs> confirm, that, that was a, that pop, Richie popped into your head after you were thinking those things, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very That's much. Nice. And don't try and steer that down another way. You're just really confirming. Not be, I think I could carry that off, Victoria. Thank you very I much. I think you could. I can see you. you. Yeah, power on, definitely. Might have to put a bit of a corset into the uh, boxing trunks, but I think it could be done. Well, a bit of light shading with the old foundation, it'd be brilliant. See, this is she's uh, going back on her original position that you could do this, Richie. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much for the suggestion. We'll see, it might happen. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Cheers, Victoria. Bye. Thank you. Andy in Newcastle says, Icon uh, for Richie from the 80s, he could dress up as Lord Melchett from Blackadder. Right, OK. <laughs> These are getting weirder and weirder, and in I love all, it. all the excitement of the Tickets Ride um, competition, I, I forgot that people are still getting in touch yep. uh, with uh, suggestions of costumes for me to wear, 80s costumes for us to wear uh, at the uh, the DJ set. Just think about it, all right? Everyone's getting run running away, getting a little bit excited here. If you're going to suggest a costume, think about it. Would you wear it? That's that's not that's not the criteria, mate. <laughs> Can we get Richie to wear it? That is it. Keep your suggestions coming in for what Richie should dress up as from the 80s when we go to the Isle of Wight Festival. Uh, Jay just says Hamburglar from McDonald's. More like that, please. <laughs> Speaking of which... Not necessarily. <laughs> Hamburglar. Thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets, we've got a pair of tickets to be won for this year's Isle of Wight Festival, which is taking place, of course, on the 16th of June for your chance to see Kasabian, Muse, Blossoms, Wet Leg, Richie dresses the Hamburglar, and loads more. Not All necessarily. To, not necessarily. It's take part in our game that we like to call Ticket to Ride. She's got a ticket to ride. He's got a ticket to ride. They've got a ticket to ride. We'll get you there. I was off last week, I forgot about this music. Isn't it a beautifully sung thing? This is just a little taste of what you can expect on Saturday. We have a right. gift, my friend. We really do and have a gift. People forget that. Uh, now look, a famous artist has set sail on their way to the Isle of Wight and they're singing one of their most famous songs. But the water is choppy and the captain of the ferry keeps having to sound... Why is he sounding his foghorn if it's choppy water? The whole narrative doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Choppy water's fine, don't sound a foghorn for choppy water. I think in nautical circles, that's gross negligence. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? And annoying. It's really foggy weather and the captain is sounding his foghorn. There you go. That's better. To win the tickets, all you've got to do is tell us what lyrics the captain has played the foghorn over. I drop beats from this processed meat for a 
Let's meet tonight's contestant. He's called Hugh. Hugh, where are you calling from? According to Sunny Basingstoke, and it's lovely. Sit in the garden. Oh, he's out in the garden. Amazing Stoke, as I used to uh, like to call it when I lived nearby. You could have been on the board for like if they had to rebrand it or have like a tourist campaign. Yeah. But it's not simply Basing Stoke. It's amazing Amazing Stoke. Stoke. They should pay you for that. (laughs) Yes, they should. Hugh is on the firm. Uh, What what (laughs) have you been up to today, Hugh? Sounds like you're relaxing already. Um, well... Clearly, uh, I had a big barbecue yesterday. All uh, neighbours and friends round because it was such a lovely, lovely, lovely day. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> it's so calming it's listening what, to it's what they do in Amazing Stoke, isn't well, it? Hugh, you're not that far away from the Isle of Wight. Just uh, drop down on the M3 and you're all but there. Then hop over the Solent. But we need to get you some tickets. So let's have a listen, first of all, to the uh, the ferry. I believe it's still foggy and choppy. Uh, let's see if that foghorn's still yeah. sounding. Is still uh, cutting out the lyrics. Hugh, what were the missing lyrics to the song? Possibly, I cut waves like some unborn stage. <laughs> I love hearing those Kasabian lyrics spoken by you. I could hear a whole <laughs> spoken word CD of those. That's amazing. Hugh, you now have plans for the weekend. You're off to the Isle of Wight Festival. Oh, my blooming goodness. We're, we're chuffed for you, Hugh. Are you going to come and see Richie and I do 80s versus 90s live on the Saturday? Yes, and we'll see what costume we're going to put him in. Well, it's, it's a, a leaning towards Boy George or Timmy Mallet at the moment. Watch this space. <laughs> you are. Uh, <laughs> Hugh, congratulations. Thank you. With great power comes great responsibility, you've lot. Uh, yeah, why am I suddenly getting a lot of pictures of Freddie Mercury tweeted to me? Some brilliant suggestions coming in as to what Richie could dress up uh, as. Iconic 80s. Ian says Douglas Hurd. <laughs> We've had some cracking old school <laughs> politicians tonight, and I love it. There's been a lot of Margaret Thatchers. It's a, it's a no from me. <laughs> it's certainly a no. This lady's not returning. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so your suggestions, please. Uh, right, we've got Rowan on the line. Rowan, who do you think from the 80s Richie should be? Adam Ant. And, right. yeah, uh, and Danny DeVito. OK. Right. <laughs> One, one's more of a compliment than the other. <laughs> <laughs> you think Richie would sue both of those then, do you, Rowan? I actually think it'd probably suit Danny DeVito better. Okay. Yeah, all right, Rowan. Yeah, yeah, one of those uh, I wouldn't have to make too much effort. That's fair enough. Adam Ant Ant would be good, though, wouldn't it? All the face paint and the Prince Charming stuff, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yes, I think so. He could carry that off. Get him a nice little February ring. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've actually got one of them. (laughs) Good suggestions. Thanks, buddy. No worries, Right, it's descended into fast now, this whole uh, what we're going to wear for the 80s and 90s thing. Uh, Jay in Sheffield says, Bush should wear Jerry Halliwell's Union Jack dress and Richie should wear Cameo's codpiece. <laughs> Let's just keep it focused. We're trying to think of an outfit for Richie for oh, the 80s when dude. we do 80s versus 90s at the Isle of Wight Festival on Saturday. Decision time then, Richie. You've yeah, had so many suggestions. There have been so many suggestions. I- I've had to fish through the ones that are actually practical and deep. A lot of people have been having fun at my expense. I don't. I think they've been trying to help and offer you a breadth of different like type of personality. Like what you've been doing. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Arthur Scargill would have been fantastic. Many suggestions uh, for Freddie Mercury. 
Right. Uh, there have been uh, some that have gone down the uh, the I want to break free vacuuming route. Would have been good. Uh, I have decided, being that it is me who's wearing it, I've gone with the many suggestions of Freddie Mercury. I will dress as Freddie Mercury, but I'm going to go yellow military jacket Live Aid. Fantastic. So tonight, Matthew, you're going to be Freddie Mercury. In the yellow military jacket. I worry, though, that if that jacket gets misplaced across the weekend, yeah. you're just going to look like Bob Carroll, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Moustache and curly hair. You just need context. Still 80s. It is well, gay, yeah, with Bangor <laughs> France as a fallback. There's the 80s sorted for uh, the Saturday of the Isle of Wight Festival. 90s tomorrow. Cannot wait. Oh, no. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So we do hope you've enjoyed uh, this latest uh, edition of the Daily Takeaway, but we know really that... I mean, I, I kind of hope right now that you're listening um, and the next one's there ready and waiting because you now know that the next episode, <laughs> we are going to have ten pictures from a Dem's mysteriously seedy camera roll to describe to you a party that none of us were at. Imagine that, us scrolling through it as these lurid gurish pictures of what took place behind closed doors reflect back off our glasses and our horrified <laughs> eyes. That's will, what's going to happen. Will we make our way through the ten? I don't know if I can. We'll need handkerchiefs and glasses of water. Not like that.